Alam nyo ba itong SMDC? Ang gandang gawin na puhunan. Kung gusto nyo mag-invest sa mga kondo nila, maganda yung mga locations, talagang prime, mala resort yung mga amenities, well-managed yung cleanliness, saka pwede mo pang maparent yung kondo na mabibili mo. Hindi mahal yung bayad sa pag-reserve, pati yung monthly mong down. Talagang abot kaya natin mga tiga-ibang bansa. So guys, kung gusto nyo magkaroon ng sarili nyong kondo, pamumuhunan ninyo, titirahan o gagawing bakasyunan, may eksklusibong discount kami ng SMDC dito sa Over a Glass or Two. Mag-email lang kayo sa amin sa oagot.us at gmail.com. Pwede ka din magbenta nito para sa ekstra pera mo. So email lang kayo sa oagot.us at gmail.com. Get your mind and body rejuvenated with Monarch Montage Skin Science and Medical Aesthetics. Secure the glow you always want. Achieve the body of your dreams. Monarch Montage upholds its high standards in beauty. Beauty is the harmony of science and art. Beauty is balance and symmetry. Complexions are meant to be immaculate. And beauty is beyond time. Imagine the possibilities. In the Philippines, contact Dr. Homer Mendoza. In New York City, contact Dr. Alicia Almendra. Learn more at monarch-montage.com Monarch Montage The beauty and health continue. Coming to you from New York City Bringing the video podcast for global Filipinos around the world Watch and listen as we speak and get to know different celebrities, icons, influencers, and inspiring people. Join Jesse Ding and Jay Cass as they talk about anything and everything while bridging the gap between Filipinos of different generations and genres of choice. This is Over a Glass or Two. Bulaga! <laughs> Here we are again! Hello! Ito na naman po kami! Good evening po sa inyong lahat! Anong araw na ba ngayon? Um, thir- Thursday! Thursday! Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, yes! yes. Good evening po sa inyong lahat. It's Thursday night here in the U.S., especially in New York and New Jersey. It's 9.30, 9.36 p.m. na po. So, good evening po sa aming dearest USA. At sa Pilipinas naman po, it's 10, uh, 9.30 a.m. naman. Kaya aga-aga ng Friday morning. So, kumusta po kayong lahat sa aming mahal na mahal na Pilipinas? And Jay, kasi ikaw naman, go! Yes! 
Dito po sa state, isa pang masayang Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone! Happy St. Patrick's Day! And yes. here from Brooklyn naman po, good morning po sa lahat mga Filipinos and non-Filipinos in different time zones, in different continents, in different dimensions, in different galaxies, in this whole wide universe! Bars, bars, bars. <laughs> My God, happy! St. Patrick's Day. Kanina, no? Actually, we just got home like what? And but two hours ago? Th- there was really a yeah. parade even when it was wet city. and wild in the city. But we were really inside the whole afternoon in a studio. Yes. Oh, oh. With Kasi, Drew Barrymore. Yes, show. we were part of the audience for the Drew Barrymore talk show. Oh my God. I know. Jacob actually just dragged me in, in direct. Na, Tara, sabi ko, sige na nga. Um, I'll take like a four hours off from work. So we had fun. Thank you so much, Jekas, for Favorite inviting us. Yes. And oh, oh, oh my God, she's beautiful, but she is so so more. It's more pretty, prettier in, in, person, person, in person. That small in person. face, yes, and the Grabe same kanda, no? and a quirky and funny attitude. You know, when yeah. she wasn't getting her lines earlier and she was just laughing. You know what she did, right? She just laid in the carpet with her face and just down on the down dirt. And it was a dirty like, carpet. She didn't care, and we were like, oh my God. Yeah. Wala siyang pakialam. She's crazy. Grabe. <laughs> and syempre, Jacob, we're so excited because our guest for tonight is, my God, a Hollywood actor. Oh, oh. oh my God. Tapos ang ganda. Parang kasing ganda niya Pasi, si an- Drew Barrymore. Ang dami niyang show. Oh, oh my God. Pasikat na siya. So, so bra, we're so proud. And thank you so much, JR, for saying yes. Oh my yes. God, I cannot believe it. It's really an honor, you know, to have you on our show. And guys, please tune in because you will get to know more, better about this. Ano to eh, uprising star talaga. Magiging number one to. Baka magulat na lang tayo. Kasama nila sila J-Lo. Kasama na nila to yung mga big, big stars in Hollywood. Diba? Mm-hmm. One of these is magugulat na lang tayo. Oh my God. Oh my God. So anyways, introduce ko na ating special guest. But before ko introduce ang ating special guest, syempre kailangan muna naming i-shout out ang OFW number 40, 49 OFW party list. Ayan. So guys, syempre sa, tutul- sa susunod na, na election which is May 9 na po, huwag natin kalimutang suporta ng tumutulong sa ating mga bagong bayani at kanilang mga pamilya. Ang number 49 OFW party list po. Kahit saan, mang panig ng mundo, kung Pinoy ka, OFW ka, isa lang po tayong lahat. Marami pong natutulungan ng ang OFW party list. Not just actually, pag nanalo sila, hindi lang po yun. They've been actually been helping for so many years. Kaya please po, sa susunod na halalan, supportahan po natin. Again, lagay niyo po sa inyong uh, balota, number 49 One World OFW Party List. Ayan. Oo. One Filipino Worldwide. Ayan. So anyways, bago ko introduce ang ating special guest, we would like to say hi sa mga unang-unang nag-comment. Ate Pilar Mateo. Ate Pilar. Hi, Ate Pilar. Hello. Ang aga ni Ate Pilar. Love talaga natin si Ate Pilar, no? Tita Maha is here. Yes. Tita Maha. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Yes. Oo, makikilang mga, ba kayo ng, ng beer sa amin? Yung people watching or not live commenting that we don't see, please, 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 mag-live comment kayo or just yes. share also this video amongst your friends so everybody can have a good time this more night with us. And of yes. course, with a special, special Uh-oh. guest. Yes, ako, talagang we are now worthy. Enjoy Estanislao, right? Zabala, notify. Aba, Hi, Enjoy. Oo. So anyways, ito na po. Introduce ko na ang ating special guest for tonight dito sa US and morning na morning naman sa Pilipinas and sa Canada, syempre, evening. Kasi 
um, he is from Canada, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay, I'll introduce our special guest for tonight. We are so excited and happy tonight because we literally see our guest everywhere on almost every streaming platform you can name off. Our guest is a very busy and in-demand Filipino-Australian actor in Hollywood. On the Peacock channel, you can find him acting with our favorite also, pinain ako ng napakagandang Zinaya Marshall in One of Us is Lying. He's also seen on Netflix original series, which is my favorite namin ni Direct Space Force and Another Life. He is all he also played a supporting role alongside um how do you pronounce it? Mahershala. Mahershala Ali and Glenn Close in the film called Swan Song on Apple TV Plus. Let's get to know more and find out. How this Filipino actor is breaking the barriers and making it big in the Hollywood world. Guys, let's welcome the very talented and grabe, beautiful face. What a beautiful face. Pinoy Pride, J.R. Tinaco. Hello. What a introduction. Thank you. <laughs> wow. You make me feel so amazing. Oh my, yes. The are you kidding me? Yes, you are. Oh Thanks. my, look at that. Dara, can you please, please, close up at that beautiful face. Oh my God. Look I'm at like that. They are really going to make you conscious tonight. Oh my God. Are. From Canada. Yes. Because, um, oh, our friend V is here. Oh, from oh, from Vancouver. Where are you oh, from? I'm in Vancouver, yeah. Oh, oh you're Vancouver too? Yeah. Oh my God. Look at that. OJ, I'll stay away from our friend. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Exactly. No, she's, uh, uh, she's, very v, she's one of our best yes. friends yes oh my god jr before we of course we welcome you with a toast would you like to say hi to everyone who's watching especially to the filipinos like who's your yeah. fan all over the, the world yes i know that my family are watching so i want to say hello to my mom i want to say hello to my family in the philippines in um andaba hall to all my people in Andor, i love you and i miss you and i can't wait to see you guys soon Oh my! Wait, are you half Filipino, half Australian, right? Half American, actually. There's a oh, bit of a story there, but um, I'm half American, half Filipino, and then I grew up in Australia. So, it's oh, very, okay. yeah. so that's so right. This side, your happy is American. Oh, uh, there you oh, go. Wow. But, you, it, um, but you grew up in Australia. Okay, yeah. but is it um? Who's uh, living now in Canada? Wow. Yeah. Living, <laughs> right? like, okay. <laughs> Let's but you, keep up. But who was born? In the Philippines, right? Yeah, like, yes, yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. We'll talk about it later. Like, oh my God, uh-huh. about your life story. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. so, so you don't speak. Uh, you understand a little bit of Tagalog, but you understand bit. more of Bisaya. Bisaya. Can you greet your Bisayan fans, your global Bisayan fans? I don't know. If I, would I can just... greet them. I, it's weird because when I, when someone is speaking to me in Bisaya, I understand it, and then I can reply in. Um, Bisaya sometimes. In, in the right way. Like, ah, I can't, I, I, it's not like conversational and it's not very formal. So it's, I'm not fluent. So I don't even know how to greet. Oh, really. oh. Yeah. Okay, we got it. Okay, yeah. I, I love the accent. I wish I was uh, I was raised in Australia, so I'll get that accent. Felt <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like the accent is like it sounded like Bisaya. <laughs> yeah. If I say no, I oh wouldn't even God. try. <laughs> I know, don't even try. So, anyways, of course, before we start the conversation, we have a protocol here. Mm-hmm. We would like to, to- oh, welcome you with a toast. What mm-hmm. are you drinking, Jr? I have um, bourbon and soda. 
Ooh, wow. bourbon and soda. I haven't tried I that. I love bourbon. Mm. I love bourbon. Really? Mm, yeah. Let me try that one. So yeah. anyways, okay. Sa sambayan ng Pilipinas po at sa aming dearest USA. Guys, that's welcome. I got... The beautiful, oh my God, the beautiful face. JR Tinaco, welcome, welcome to, to Over a Glass, a glass or, or Two. two. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, neighbor uh, V. Okay, one more. Can we have a a picture? A, a class picture. picture. A class picture. Okay. <laughs> okay, go. One, two, three. Ayan. Look at that profile. I can't, I can't. Right? That chin, that chin profile, even even in the poster, it was like, okay. I re- I'll be honest with you, because there's a lot of pictures and photos, right? Like, sometimes like, they're that beautiful in a picture, but when you see them in person, or even like when you're talking to them on the, in the video, they don't look that much in, you know, in on the screen or in person. Yeah. But you, you have like the... The, what do you call this? The V-shape. The, the real life filter. You have yes, it. Yes, you have the real <laughs> life filter. <laughs> I think it's um, important. I think genes is, plays a big part because I am part Filipino. That, you know, I have, I look like my mother and she was very, very beautiful. She still is very beautiful. Um, and then I, you know, I look after my skin and um, I know how to do my makeup. So I think all of those combined, that, that really helps. Yeah. So wait, what what's your skincare um, regimen? I'm so oh, curious. It's I don't buy expensive products. I've stopped buying expensive products. I just buy really affordable things from the drugstore, very clean, um, and I try to try to stick to the same thing all the time because I went through when I was shooting Another Life, I was wearing makeup every day and my makeup was quite heavy and um, I would break out all the time. And so from then on, I went to a dermatologist and they kind of helped me get my skin back on track and it's just mostly about what you eat you know you making sure your gut is healthy and drinking a lot of water and then just putting on clean products rather than things that have lots of fragrances and things like that oh wow but everyone so, has different skin so you should really go see someone and talk to okay. somebody do you have like a, a dry skin or, or oily or combination I used to have i used to have really oily skin like filipino oily skin and then yes. now it's turned into dry skin and it's weird. Yeah, that that's oh, how right. I, mine it is too. It's like weird. So wait, now I'm really curious. Wh- when did you start wearing makeup? Oh my god, um, probably I was an OG. I wore it before anyone else did. <laughs> <laughs> before it became a trend, um, even with exactly. male. Right? I, I think so. It's um, I was 16. 16. I used to. I was in high school. And I would hide wearing it because um, we were from a really small town in Australia. There's one high school. Um, you know, I was like the only gay kid in my, the one that I, the only gay kid I knew in my whole town. Um, but I used to love the way my um, makeup would look because I, I used to do dance and I used to do all these theater productions in school. And you'd have to wear makeup for the theater productions. But I would love wearing makeup all the time. I was like, oh, I wish my face could look like this all the time. So I would wear like a tinted moisturizer that wasn't too obvious and then maybe a little bit of eyeliner up the top and smudge it up a bit so it didn't look like it was, you know, too applied. Yeah. And that was when I was 16. So maybe 2005, 2004 is when I started wearing makeup and then I've always just worn it because I like it. It's fun. I know. Like, mm. wow. Like, well, you look beautiful with makeup. Thank I'm sure you. without makeup too, right? <laughs> but did you ever like at least go to like, let's say for example, like a, 
one shoot and they said like, oh, barely makeup, no makeup. Um, yeah, all the time. Space Force, I wore, wore hot, hardly any makeup. That was just oh, a little yeah, bit in Space popular. Um, a lot of them like my look, actually. Like when I do work, a lot of them like the way I present myself. Because um, when I audition, depending on the character, I will um, put makeup on. If the character doesn't really call for makeup, then I won't wear it. Um, but generally there's like a base where they just do like a, you know, concealer and a little bit of color here and there, but nothing. But Space Force was probably the least makeup I wore. Okay. Because, okay. you know, I'm curious, when you were, because I know you started wearing makeup when you were 16 you never thought about like let me start a vlog because i know that's how like the the famous vloggers they didn't have yeah, it, it was i think 2004 youtube yeah. yeah i think there's still oh, youtube yeah. then yeah that was no the og then. the real og og yeah, yeah. So, um but that helped me that helped me like when the youtube um you know and the beauty boys came out and the beauty um blogging came out that helped me kind of express myself more and not be like afraid of trying more things um, because it's truly how I love to express myself. It's like an art form. So I feel like my true self when I have makeup on and, you know, have some it's funky true. clothing. I love to mix male and female clothing a lot of the time. But, um, yeah, it's just I think makeup isn't just meant for women and clothing is it shouldn't be gendered. You should just be able to do whatever you like because it's your life. You have one life. To just true, live true. it the way and it sounds cliche but it's true you know it's true that's so true mm-hmm. you know what Jer, i'm so curious. can you tell us about cuento like tell us about your life you know how you started this because i know you were born in the philippines and how old were you when you when your mom decided your parents actually decided to you know to bring you to to australia yeah i mean this, how much time do we have um Oh, a lot. We, oh, yeah, a lot of time. This is a podcast for Honey, a road trip to Pennsylvania. Matter. Three yes, hours. We're here to it's okay. Um, story. Um, so I was born in Manila, around Manila, um, and my mum at the time had she. My real father was part of the American Air Force. I don't know who he is. Um, I did talk to her about this, and she said I can share this with everyone. Um, so it's not like a not like exposing her secrets. Um, but she uh, she met like an American soldier there, and you know they were friends, and they met at a party, and then you know the next thing happened. And in the Philippines, they don't really believe in contraceptive. Um, it's against their religion. So mm-hmm. the next thing is me. I'm produced. He doesn't really know that I exist because he was gone. Um, and so she was left with a kid that, you know, didn't have a father. Um, and then she met an Australian guy when I was like four years old and then she married him and, uh, he took her to Australia and she took me. And then we moved to Australia when I was four years old. He was my stepdad at the time and we kind of moved all over Australia. Um, we weren't with him for very long, kind of just, yeah. Um, and so it was just my mum and I for like the longest time. So I grew up as an only child. But I do have siblings in the Philippines. She had four other kids. Um, but, yeah, I grew up with her very, very close to my mother. And, yeah, it was just the two of us for, like, the longest time. So um, you lived in Australia. Did you live in a city or did you also live, like, near, um, near the no, mountains, by the beaches? You know, did you very beach, Yeah. So it was all beach coastal towns, um, very small towns, never a city. Um and then I moved to the city when I was old enough to move, like when I was 18. Um, but 
Yeah, it was, it was um, I think I moved uh, elementary schools like nine times. So it was very, oh, very wow. up and down, like a roller coaster ride. Um, I feel like my mum's and my childhood, that part of our life, that chapter could definitely be like a film or a book, you know, because so much happened. Um, but yeah. And it could be in the future. Mm-hmm. We don't, we, mm-hmm. we don't know. Maybe I'll write it. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, based on one of um, our research, you were bullied growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. So tell us I about any, that. I think yeah. any kid that, you know, is LGBTQ plus is going to go through that, especially if they're very like expressive and they're a little mm. more obvious than mm-hmm. someone that is straight, straight acting. Um, yeah. And especially like in a small town, like a small town would be the same as a small town in America, I guess. It's, it's they're pretty it's um, true. It's so true. Um, conservative. They're very set in their ways. Um so very like all my school friends were girls like it was me and then all the girls you know so I got bullied for just having girlfriends um but I was very flamboyant like I did all the theater and I did all the dancing I loved oh wow you know, yeah so I was very very that so <laughs> of course you're gonna get bullied at that and especially I, I think kids mm-hmm. are doing better these days oh yeah Compared before, right? Mm-hmm, Especially mm-hmm. in a small town, right? Yeah, I'm sure most absolutely. of those guys are jealous too, because you hang out with the beautiful girls, right? Exactly. They'd be like, yeah. right? They'd be like, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. How come? oh yeah, oh, what is that? What is that? What is that? This is a play that I. This is like a little video I put together, but it's just little clips of when I used to make um, films at oh home. God. Oh, look at you! And look at you! At, oh my a friend God. of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine, and I. She's also Filipino. Um, we would make movies together and we would, I think like when I was 12 and 13, we would write scripts and shoot a whole movie and then we would do music videos and then just put the track over it and then just, we, she wanted to be a director and I wanted to be an actor and we, every day we would just make things and this is like a little tiny little snippet of little me being silly as a kid. But, oh my, oh my God. God. So you you are really you can tell like look at me like you're really meant for the limelight you know um, exactly and, and, and going back to you know you, you know the, the oh my god look at you look at you oh my god and then that I is so cute look at you and going back actually to what we're talking about like being bullied because I was bullied too when I was in like, mm-hmm. grade school going to high school mm-hmm. and it was pretty hard growing up you know and somehow I still do carry. The, the emotional scars of that. Yeah. So I, I, I applaud you be, that, you know, that you have gone through it because unfortunately others weren't so lucky, right? So yeah. how did you, yeah. when at that young brain of yours, when you were still young, how did you cope with, with all that happening around mm-hmm. you and what they're doing to you? I don't know if, it's not like I was trying to cope with it. It's just like you have to, like it's just you have no other choice, right? Um, okay. You almost become numb to it sometimes like there's it's it's every day so every day is the same so it just becomes your normal um if anything if it didn't happen one day then you'd be like oh this is a weird day like I'm not getting called you know the f word or whatever so you just become so super numb to it and it becomes normal which is so sad but that's I think how I dealt with it I guess I I wasn't trying to deal with it I just had to Mm -hmm. you 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 didn't have any choice no, so what yeah. about your mom? What about having a Filipino mom? Because you know how uh, Filipino moms are. They're very protective of their kids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether they're right or wrong. If you're like, try to bully my kid, 
I will definitely go straight to you. And if I can punch is, you, I will do it. <laughs> my mom is a different sort. She's She is like that. She is protective, but she has a lot of tough love. Her, her style is very tough. Oh, wow. Um, okay. You know, she she grew up that way as well, you know, with her parents being, you know, very tough love, um, very independent. And mm-hmm. so she kind of treated me that way. It's like, you know, if someone calls you a name, then you, you just keep going, ignore them, don't worry about it, it's fine. So it mm-hmm. was never like she would go out of her way to protect me in that mm-hmm. sense. She would just be like, kids are kids. It's, you but, just... but, you know, it's sometimes, you know, that sometimes others fight back. And sometimes yeah. there's also violence. I did not yeah. personally. I, I'm too lame to do that. Yeah, <laughs> How about you? Did, did, did you talk back? You were the same. No, yeah. never. I was very. Sh- I was when it came to the bullies. I was very shy and scared of them because they're always bigger boys than me. So I'm not gonna, you know, okay. say anything to these big boys that could probably beat me up. Like I would just completely ignore it. Like it would yeah. be something I wouldn't even react. Like I didn't hear it. So I always felt like that was the best way at the time to deal with it. Um, I don't know what would happen if I were to say something. I didn't even tell teachers or anything. Like, it just wasn't, I was just so used to it. So it just was whatever. Yeah. You know, you know what? I'm sure all those bullies, all those kids who bullied you when you were younger, now are like, oh my God, look at you. I'm look sure at they would, JR. They would recognize you like, what, what, it, whatever it, they go to and, and go to what plat- platform, right, Jesse? They'll be like, I exactly. Right, It's funny because like sometimes I, um, I mean, I've gone back to my town, like my, all my best friends are still there. All the girls that mm-hmm. I grew up with are still there. Um, my mum lives very close to that town still. She doesn't live in the town, but she's close. Um, so when I go back to visit, there were times um, where I would see those boys out. And this is like when I'm in my mid twenties, you know, and so we're out of high school and, and times moved on and, you would see them at the at the bar or whatever and they'd be like, you know, I just want to say I'm really sorry for what, how I treated you in school. Oh. And that's happened like maybe two times. Two guys said that to me. But Aww. yeah, that was lovely that they that's recognized. That's good, that's good. And, exactly. Yeah. Kids are, you know, they don't really realize until I they're know. an adult. Until they're young, yeah, it adult. feels really That's good. True. I had, I had one who did that to me too when I was in the Philippines, and it, it's like a complete circle. Uh, it makes it everything easier. Like you know, it makes you think that as kids we don't really know what we're doing and what we're saying, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just mean for being mean. And sometimes, and so I, true. and personally, I didn't really fight back and say anything because most of these guys who bullied me are my crushes too. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are like, oh my god, I have a big crush on this guy. Oh, but wait, I'm curious, like, how was it like growing up with a Filipino mom? Do you have siblings? So I have. She had to her first husband. She had four kids, and then she had oh. me um, to this American man. But um, okay. I didn't grow up with them. But when I, when um, whenever I go back oh to the god. Philippines, they are my yes. siblings. You know, so it would always felt like that they were my siblings. They're much older than I am. But I love them like they are my like full you know full siblings not half so siblings. So mabait sila, mabait sila sa iyo. Oh, they, buutan, uh, yeah. buutan sila. Buutan sila sa imo oh. pag. Uh, but how was it okay. growing up with your with the Filipino? Oh, mom? I loved it. Like I think there was a really big Filipino community in our town. Um, I have a lot of Filipino friends um, in that town as well. They're all like half Filipino as well. Like their dads are Australian and their moms are Filipino. But, um, you know, every weekend there would be a big Filipino party or a lunch and there'd be oh, so wow. much food. They'd have a big lechon. There would be fancy, their adobo, all the food. Oh, um, wow. So I grew up 
in the culture. You know, it wasn't like I was having just a Filipino mother. That's all I knew. So the food was, I used to get teased for bringing my rice and like whatever the leftovers from dinner were to school. school. Because white, you know, the Australian um, kids, they would have a sandwich. Or an apple and that's it. Yeah, and then I had a full on rice with this and here and then like a full meal and I would with get something that, Yeah, they, they, they don't would, even know what that is, right? <laughs> and they would taste it and it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm like, yeah, this is what I get to have for lunch and you have to have a freaking banana. Like, <laughs> and the, oh, our friend V from Vancouver is like, may I ask why rain cover? Vancouver because Vancouver, um, Vancouver. where all the acting work is. There's lots of work in Vancouver. So that's oh. why I chose Vancouver. Yeah. For now, oh, um, yeah. LA, LA is LA is really good. Obviously, it's the main hub to go, but uh, the visa is really, really difficult to get. So um, okay, uh, okay. So, so the second best thing, because of the, yeah. if not yeah. for the visa, is Vancouver. Yeah, because they shoot a lot in in uh, Canada too, right? I mean, a lot, a lot, yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, how come you didn't choose to to stay in the in in California? Oh, because of the visa. Oh, yeah, it's harder to get. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. it's harder to get. But mm-hmm. of course, if given a chance, you know, to st- if you can stay in California or New York, you will. I'm, I in mean, a heartbeat. J- Jesse, with that resume, <laughs> oh my god! I would, love to, I would, I would love. Actually, my dream is to have like an apartment in New York City. That's my dream. Yeah, it will happen. We're claiming yeah. it for you, JR. You can do whatever yeah. you want. You can want. do whatever. LA, you LA want. is fun, but it's not like New York. New York has like a buzz about it. It's always something's going on all the time there's always a new show to see there's there's so much to do so i love that keeps you young <laughs> aura is really a new yorker right yeah I thought good. In the beginning, that's a compliment thanks yeah i thought you're i really thought in the beginning i was like is he a new yorker and, yeah no, and no, the, i wish i oh, it will happen it will happen yeah. so so how did it start like um growing up i know you love um um, you've been in acting class, right? Like in theater. school, you were so active in theater. So yeah. how did it start? Like, you know, like, um, did you tell your mom that mom, I want to, I want to be an actor right away. How did it start to tell us? Um, I was, when I was five, she put me in dancing class. So like a little ballet class where you would wear, and I was the only boy in, a, you know, dance class. And I think oh, that wow. started it. Um, and then I was, in, in, in elementary school, it was a lot of um, the school play. I would be involved in all the plays. Um, and then outside of school, I did this drama club that I would, you know, go to after school and, and learn um, just like theater sports and games and just play. It was just playing around, really. Um, but I first, I think my earliest memory was when I was six, watching like Entertainment Tonight. And I think before you know, before a big release of a film, they would show the behind the scenes of the film that was being made. And I think at that time it would have been like Jurassic Park or something. And I was so fascinated by how they made these big dinosaurs just for this film and they weren't real. And that, you know, you're in this world that's completely make-believe. And at that age, at six years old, you play with your toys and that's your make-believe world. So to think that you can do that and play with your toys for the rest of your life as yeah. work is amazing. I was like, oh, my God, I can play for the rest of my life. This is what these adults are doing. They're just playing. So I think ever since then it kind of like switched and I was fascinated with film and I was fascinated with TV and how they were made 
And then when DVD started coming out, you would get the special features and the behind the scenes of the, mm-hmm. of the movie. And sometimes I wouldn't even watch the movie. I would just watch the behind the scenes because I was so fascinated with the behind the scenes wow. and how things were made. Wow. So, um, and now that I'm acting, I love more. I love acting, of course, but I also love, still love the behind the scenes stuff and how things um, are made and the business side of things. I would love to be a producer one day and I'm actually writing my first film right now. So that's coming together. So it's like, nice. I love it. I love it all. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Look mm-hmm. at you. One of these days you'll be a director and a producer. Oh, directing is the- oh, It's very scary. Oh, the idea of directing is very not scary. Directing yet. Uh, not producing, directing, yeah. producing, producing, and and producing your own- in your own film. I won't say no to directing. It could happen, but it's very it's a different ball game. It's you have to love directing, I think. And um, uh-huh. they work very, very, very hard. But you're young. I mean, there's so many things that will happen in your life for sure. So what about in Hollywood? Like, what was the first uh, stint that you had, like, that you were like, I made it? Like, how did it start? We'll talk about Space Force later, because that's like, we were like blown away with Space Force. But yeah. like, how did it start with in Hollywood? Um, so I, I think the, the my, my first Netflix series, Another Life, I was a series regular. So a series regular is someone that is like, um, in every episode. So they're like part of the main cast. And it's a really big deal to get a series regular role. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of actors want series regular roles and they're, um, you know, they're generally a lot of auditions to get that role. They um, audition so many actors for it. Um, and so when I booked that, that was a pretty big deal for me because it was this Netflix series, sci-fi, um, with um, Katie Sackhoff as the lead, who's really big in the sci-fi world. So getting that, I was like pretty, pretty excited. And I was just like, wow, this is incredible that I get to do this every day as my day job. You know, it's my, yeah, there we go. Wow. Um, yes. But how did, how, oh how, 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 how did you, you audition for Another Life? Did they have a specific role that it said in there that they're looking for uh, someone who's a gay and, and you also be part of, 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 of in the space station and Another Life? Is that how it, it was? Yeah, so you just get... Um, because I was starting out, really, I was only in, I would had been in Vancouver for a year and a half, and I um, have managers in Vancouver, and they they go through, you know, what all the auditions that are coming through and the briefs that are coming for, through from shows, and they kind of see what's right for me, and then they'll send it to me, and then I just do the audition. So it was, it was pretty much a pretty, like, um, standard, like, audition call for it. Um, I fit the brief of the character, and then that's it, really. I had two auditions and that was, yeah, the, the callback was with the director and the producer and that was really scary. And, um, I'd never done anything like that before. And I actually thought that I did a really bad job. Like I remember leaving that audition and I called my manager and I was like, I'm not going to get it. Like it's, I did such a bad job. I think I got into a bit of a fight with the producer, not a fight, like a little bit of an argument about the, the mm-hmm. character. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I opened my mouth. You know, I shouldn't have said this. I just didn't really agree with how they were telling me to do it because I just don't feel the character would do that. And I was getting in my head. And, you know, my uh, uh, manager, uh, Mary, she was just like, you know, just don't worry about it. It's fine. If, if you don't get it, it's okay. But you don't know. You have no idea what they're saying, you know. And then I think like four days later, I got the call to say that I got it. So that was pretty. You crazy. were. I really love another life, yeah. and that's the first time I saw you in there. 
Look uh-huh. at the cast, mm-hmm. and it's like you were really a standout, not just because of, of your acting, and but actually how how you look like you're like oh my god, like is he handsome? Is he beautiful? That was my, that that I you know, know. Like, you're kind of like, questioning uh, like wait, uh, a woman, a man. That, that's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. That, those are my questions. And then while watching the whole thing, what I'm most interested about Jesse is. Your kissing scene. What is this? What is uh-huh. his, I didn't see his, that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, what is this, his uh, oh name? Okay. Uh, uh, he's cute too. Well, how how was that? Did you did, were you killing? <laughs> is there was there a butterfly your, in your stomach? Your first major kissing scene in a regular role it's in Netflix. Not, it doesn't look as romantic and sexy as it appears. Um, there are people everywhere watching. Um, And it was like one of those things where we knew it was coming. So the anticipation was building, um, you know, like, oh, we have our, you know, our makeout scene coming up next week. You, do you want to talk about it? And like, no, I'm good. And um, AJ Rivera, who plays Bernie, he was he's a, a very fun person, very open person, is easy to talk to. We got along really well through the whole shoot. Um, he's still a friend now and I still talk to him now. Um, but... You know, I was like, "Are you okay? I'm the one that's gay. You're not. You've got a wife and kids. Like, are you okay?" <laughs> Wait, how many? Yes, and how many takes was that? Sorry, how many takes did it take? Uh, um, they tried not to push it too much, but the thing is, I don't even know. There was a lot because you have so many different angles to shoot, right? And maybe uh-huh. you do like four takes of each um, setup. They call them so, like an angle. So, um, I don't know. Maybe like. 15 takes of that like, <laughs> because towards the end he has a he had a beard as well so towards the end i was just like oh i'm getting <laughs> you have you have the stubble on yourself oh wow yeah and after like and then um i just did a show now um where it's similar um but it's just so like normal now it's like if you have to kiss someone it's like saying a line it's so um It's just normal to me. It, it's part of the yeah, job. Just, yeah, just do it's it. It's part because of the job. Scary. Yeah, if you see yeah. it in there. And even yeah. because when you did it, I was like, "Woo!" I was like, yeah. really, "Oh my god!" I was re- I was really feeling I'm it because I was like, "Yes, yeah, represent," you know. Yeah. And I wanted to make it sexy. I wanted it to be really. Um, I remember thinking about this couple because you don't really see couples like this on TV. Or yeah, film. you don't. You don't really see, see mm-hmm. that a lot. Um, and I thought it was really, really beautiful, and I just really wanted to do it justice and. Um, I wanted it to be sensual and, and sexy and I wanted people to watch it and actually see this happen without it cutting away or whatever else. So um, I tried really hard to make it um, the best it could be. Oh, oh, curious. Um, what about Filipino um, movie? Did you ever think about when you were younger, like, oh, or maybe someone um, offered you like a Filipino movie? Like, because some Filipino parents would want to, or mom especially would want want their kids to be like oh when you grow um when you grow older we're going to go to the philippines you're going to go back to the philippines and be an actor but mm-hmm. what about your mom or or you yeah. you, you did you ever think conversation about- exact exact same conversation um because i was always wanting to be an actor so even through high school I was like you know i'm going to move to la and become an actor and i um i was i moved to sydney and i was in sydney for like 10 years And I was auditioning and nothing really happened. I did like a small indie film and then I had a small guest spot on a show there. Um, and, you know, the conversation. And I was working at a at a bar and a restaurant for the whole 10 years. Oh, wow. And so the conversation with my mom was always like, 
oh, I have an audition for this. And she was like, oh, another audition. Like it was because there was so many auditions for 10 years that I never got. So she was kind of like tired of hearing that I was going for an audition because she just didn't believe it was going to happen. Well, maybe not believe, but she just wanted the best for me and wanted me to get a solid job and, you know, maybe she should do this. And then I think maybe eight years in, she was like, let's, you should just email someone in the Philippines and go there. All the, all the, um, Mistisas and Mistisos go to the Philippines and become famous anyway. So go all the <laughs> yes, that line. Oh my oh god! Oh my god, that line. Yeah. True. Okay. And I was like, you can do it there. I was like, oh, but I don't speak Tagalog. I'm like, it's fine. A lot of them didn't. And Curtis, when she was 16, didn't speak. In- oh uh, yeah. And she was like, right. Um, okay. And like, and you know, I think I could probably pick it up pretty quickly. And I, it, but for me, it wasn't. That wasn't my dream. That wasn't my dream. I wasn't just going to, I wasn't trying to be famous. I wasn't trying to just get a lot of money. Like it wasn't, that wasn't the goal. So you have to really think about what you want, filmmaking and being in films and in Hollywood films and working in, you know, these huge productions was my dream. So wait, so so there was no uh, line about nursing? Um, yeah, like, you have to be <laughs> no, a nurse. She knew that, that, I, she knew, she knew that no. I wasn't smart enough to be a nurse. Okay. She knew that, yeah. <laughs> oh, All my okay, cousins okay. are nurses. So she, that I she know, knew. right? You'd be like, no, 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 no. So wait, so I'm curious. Okay, so what age were you when you decided to move to to um, Australia? I mean, to Canada. Oh, where Canada. did you move? To Canada, yeah. I was 28 when I moved to Canada. So oh I've been here for five years, yeah. Okay. No, when you decided to move, like to to do auditions, like you when you were younger. So twenty eight or, or young- eighteen. 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 Mm-hmm. So I was because I was an adult at eighteen. So I moved away from my small town and moved to Sydney. And then yeah, I was I was auditioning. You you get a manager or an agent, and then you start going on auditions and to see what you can you can book and get. And it was ten years of that. Um, and then I moved here at 28 wow. and, then, and, and moved here when I was 28 because my manager in Australia said, you should try Vancouver because there's so much work in Vancouver. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot because nothing's happening in Australia. And the visa in America is way too hard and expensive. So I moved here and I was here for about a year and a half working in a bar and then um, booked another life. So that was like, you know, wow. it was this, is had re- this is really your time. Because mm-hmm. you pretty much exploded, just like your work is everywhere. But we didn't see that behind that story is your ten, ten years of struggle yeah. to get where you are right now. Crazy, and you. Oh my god! Yeah, they say an overnight success is ten years, and it's. And I, I would, I would say that in my head all the time, and I was like, oh, I've got, I'm up to five years. I've got another five years to go, and it was. <laughs> Do you think? Gonna... I'm thinking this way. Do you think it's also because of? What what's happening with us gays right now in in show business internationally is like with RuPaul and everyone in the drag. Mm-hmm. You know, it maybe because like ten years ago or so, the flamboyant gays there's pretty much not really a, exactly. a niche for them, and and now yeah. that it's being slowly and now really accepted everywhere. Yeah, it, that's why well, suddenly yeah. like you have all the I jobs. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that, and I think if that wasn't the case, and if there wasn't more awareness of it, and we weren't putting it in films then I probably wouldn't be working as much. Like there's some roles that I get that I was like, I can't believe this is in this show, and, you know, and it, it's still right now, it, I'm grateful for what I get, but it's still a bit 
um, there's still a bit of tokenism with it. Like there's always like the mm. one gay kid or the one gay couple when there could be multiple because that's real life. It's not just yeah. a token, just the token gay or non-binary character or like, you know, it's, it's, it needs to move on. But I'm very grateful that I'm still in things and that I'm, I'm getting seen and I get to audition and be in things. It's a good start, you know? Yeah. Was there a time that um, they ask you or like, hey, you really want this, this, especially when you were starting, that do you really want this role? You have to portray the role of a straight guy. Was there an offer during that time? Even no, because the way I look. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I mean, like, right? Yes, I, like, uh, I feel yeah. like if I was to get a really, really butch straight role, the the next person that comes in is going to be way straighter and way butch than I am. So exactly. I think I never get really like my managers would never submit me for roles like that because they just know like that, that it's not really likely. Yeah. Um, if it's more neutral and, it, you know, I'm open to it for sure. But I, we all play versions. Actors always play versions of themselves anyway. So I think um, for now I'm happy staying in my lane. And then exactly. one day maybe when I'm, you know, producing or wanting to do something different, I can try it. But for now I just... I'm still learning so much, you know, being on set and, and filming mm. is every day is different and every show is different and I'm just open to learning more and I just want to keep learning. Yeah. So wait, so you survived for 10 years. Just, <laughs> I could imagine, I, I, probably it happened to me. I'm going to give up on my third year, but like you, you were really focused and determined. I mean, really, there's so like, many other people that have longer yeah, a lot of a lot of actors really? go for longer than that. Yeah, you just, that's what they say. You have to really, really want it to get there, and then they that's oh, the, wow. the whole point of not giving up. You know, is just yeah. But so that's, was there the, so that's the that, thing that makes yeah. the lighting you on um on, uh, your rear on fire to go on is basically because you're really, really hungry for to be in to act and to be in that world. And I had nothing else. Like there was nothing else I wanted to do. So it's either this or I work in this oh. restaurant for the rest of my life. And like I'm not gonna might as well might as well try like i've never had a mindset of i've never thought about maybe i'll give up there's never been one time where i've been like mm, maybe this is too hard never ever ever wow. it's always been no it's fine i'll just keep going and i have this rule if i um if i i'm very close to getting a job and i don't get it and or if there's like a rejection of any sort that makes me really upset i allow myself to be upset for like 12 hours or like you know that day and then the next day i have to get up and be happy and and continue and forget because about it. and forget about it you have to like that's that's just how this wow. business is that's very um, admirable you know jesse because you yes. know jesse i'm very impatient as an aquarian even if yeah. i'm good at good, I'm a capricorn. Good at, if i'm good you're at capricorn something, too right i'm capricorn yeah, that's yeah, why that's you guys are go getters because <laughs> if, if as, as an aquarian if i if i am if i'm really good at something and i didn't get it reject re, i get rejected I get, you know, I feel bad and I don't want to do it again. I quit. That's right. how I am. And wow. I always, do you know what, JR? I'm, I'm his pusher. That's what yeah. I'm the not, not The, the drugs. Capricorn pushes the Aquarian. Yeah. I'm yeah. the pusher. Like, I push him. I scream at him because he knows now. I love him. Yes. He's like mm -hmm. my, my brother. So I uh -huh. scream at him and I'll be like, what are you doing? Oh, he'd be like, no, this is me. I'm like, I can't believe it. Wow. Go yeah. push. So that's yeah. why. Just... That's good. Yeah. That's really admirable. Mm -hmm. And wow. look at, you're enjoying the fruits of your labor right now. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I still have I still have a long way to go. Like, it doesn't mean, like, you know, I'm still, 
at a point where I, I have to still audition for things. I'm not being offered films right now. But, um, yeah, I just have to keep going. There's still a long way to go. So I'm, I'm ready for it. it the, the fact that a little bit of it's happened and there's proof that I can work and that I'm good enough to work is enough for me to keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, of all the, the roles that you played, what's your favorite? Oh, one that mm-hmm. I just did that I can't talk about, which will be out next year. One that I did right now, like I did it last week. That was probably my favorite. But besides that, but it's called the Fall, the Fall of the House of Usher. So it's a horror series for mm-hmm. Netflix. So it's wow. show run by um, Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting on the Hill, um, uh-huh. Bly Manor, oh um, Midnight Mass. He does all these really amazing horror films and, and, and series for Netflix. And so I'm doing his new series. And that was a lot of fun, like a lot of fun, like crazy, crazy. Wow. I can't say anything because I'll get in trouble. Um, you really, but... <laughs> I was right in the introduction that I wrote. You are really the Netflix baby now. <laughs> I've done so much Netflix things. It's crazy. You are. Always, if you go through my resume, it's all Netflix. But yeah, I mean, they're very progressive and they're very um, inclusive with their casting. So I'm really grateful to Netflix for casting there, me and all the things. Is there Philip? I've never heard of Filipino actor filipino filipino actor that who's always in netflix just you really oh. just you right you always there always yeah. like john john brion is like yeah, once but you you always there we were like twice John, John, mm, twice yeah. right but jr is like jr's everywhere Shay Shay mitchell is pretty busy as well oh she's yeah working. she is too. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, she's true, beautiful true, true. Shay. wow Oh my God, we are so proud of you. What about wait? What about um, the the role or movie that you hated the most? Is there one? <laughs> if there's any, or, or um, probably not for whatever uh, reason that is. And they're they're definitely difficult days. It's not. I would never hate it. Like I'd rather be there working than at home sitting on the couch. You know what I mean? So I don't hate okay, okay. any days. Um, just some days are difficult. Some days are way more difficult. Um, sometimes you don't feel like you're doing a good job. So then you feel a bit down about it because you want to be the best actor you can be and you want to impress everybody. And then sometimes you don't feel great about it or you get reviews on a show that aren't great and that brings you down. But I've never hated being on a show. Oh, what about, uh, was, that a, was there like a, how do you deal with the, a difficult director or a difficult um if there is a worker or oh that's more there's a smart, there's a smart <laughs> thing there. actors and actresses <laughs> that you work with they'd be like uh um, i know capricorns are very like you know chill okay no fine yes, go <laughs> what, no what is it oh no comment okay <laughs> no comment about it yeah no, i think it's, um you just have to again like everyone is a different personality you're going to get different yes. people all the time and i think it's just um trying to understand everybody and their perspective. Um, I just get really upset when uh, people don't try as hard as I'm trying or other people are trying. Like the crew work really, really hard and very long hours. So when you have an actor that isn't kind of pulling their weight, it's a bit insulting. Like it's really insulting because there's so many actors that would want to be there in their position. So that's probably the most difficult and it's, it's not happened a lot with me, maybe like a few times, but not a lot, um, where you see actors like that with a bit of an attitude. Um, 
you just have to like, it, it's not my, I can't do anything about it in my position, you know, um, you have to ignore it and you just have to do your job and do your best work. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Just brush it off it's, and that's it. different personalities. You, you can't, can't do anything it. about it. But when I'm a producer, I won't stand for it. That's for yeah. sure. There oh, you go. Sorry. Go home. <laughs> go we, don't, home. We, don't have, we don't have time for Bye. that attitude. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you usually do during your spare time? What's your but hobby? Not much. It's, it's crazy because Vancouver is, and I guess with COVID as well, it's been difficult to kind of go and do anything. Um, in my downtime, I've been writing this film that I, I'm hoping to get made. Um, I started writing it in December wow. 2020. Um, wow. So, you know, that was like kind of at the, you know, we had a year of COVID almost by then. And it was December and I was just kind of sitting here. I was like, I can't sit down and do nothing anymore. I'm just going to see if I can write a film. Like, because I love film. I'll see if I can do it and kind of taught myself. It started off really bad. Like I had no idea what I was doing and gradually got better. And I kind of taught myself. And like over the last two years, it's kind of come to a point now where I'm talking to producers about it and we're trying to find a director to come on board to make it. So hopefully, fingers crossed that it will get made. So that's more so what I do in my downtime is kind of looking after that. And um, that has a lot of my attention. Mm -hmm. Wow. Could you tell us uh, like what genre is this? Um, So it's it's pretty much... um, this kind of coming of age love story about this non-binary character that who I would probably play um, that has this like summer romance. The story is very conventional, but with more of an unconventional lead. So you would never see someone like me or a non-binary actor, a gay actor, like do and play this kind of lead role in this romantic film. Um, I never see lead roles come my way for myself. So I was like, well, why didn't I write myself into a lead role? Um, that way I can show the industry that I am capable of doing it and that people like it. So um, that's kind of where it stemmed from. Um, it's kind of this story of all my love stories in one, mm-hmm. you know, all these little things that have happened in my life, um, you know, the bullying aspect as well and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So it's, um, so it's kind of like semi-autobiographical, but a little bit, really. but not, yeah, just dramatized. Oh, and I, I have my question, by the way, if, and if you don't mind me asking, uh, how, what, are, what do you identify with uh, um, non, non-binary, gay? Um, so non-binary and gay are different things. Um, yes. Non-binary is more so um, kind of like dealing with gender and not feeling like a, a type of gender. So I guess for me, it's always been you know, I express myself with makeup and I'll wear like, you know, mm. male and female clothing. I never really understood why I did that. I always just thought I was a really flamboyant gay person. Mm. But I think when it comes down to gender is I just don't feel like either gender in my soul. It kind of feels like this is male and this is female and I'm somewhere floating in the middle, you know, and, and sometimes I'll move over to the male and sometimes I move over to the female more. It's just kind of like, I don't, belong in either category i think there's like almost eight billion people in the world and you have two categories you know for them so i just don't believe that i don't understand that there's different ways of where your soul should fit and where you live in that spectrum um so for me that's how i see it but um i still go by he pronouns and i use they pronouns as well um and then obviously i'm gay 
okay. which is everyone else. No, no, because you know what? I, I'm speaking. I'm speaking to like my roommates right now, who's uh, who's queer, and now like, uh, and sometimes I think she's also talking to a friend of hers, and she's and they said they don't even want to identify even as non-binary, like non non-binary. So like, okay, uh, it's like so uh, it's just it's labels. Like, it's yeah, it's a whatever no you want to be, you know, no labels, basically. Labels. Yeah. labels are really difficult. If you put labels on things, I think sometimes it becomes a bit more um, confusing for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people should just be free to be whoever and whatever they want to be, true. as long That's as they're not true. hurting people. Um, yeah. Love who you want to love. Um, believe in what you want to believe in. And that's it. Like, my business is none of your business. You know what I mean? So I think... Be, so be who you uh, want to be. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't yeah. think yeah. you need to, like... I, no one really needs to understand who I am because what? where does that get you in your life? Because you know because you know where I stand in mine. Like, that has... It, it doesn't get you yeah, any yeah, further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're it's not so learning anymore about yourself. Like, just worry about yourself and I'll do me. But I'm exactly. open to like talking about it and I, I, I love to educate, but also I'm still learning about it myself. So my words aren't, you know, end all or be all or the set in stone rules of what non-binary is. It's just how I feel. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, uh, while you're talk- you were talking, you and Jake guys are discussing about non-binary. I'm like, just mesmerized with your face <laughs> I, like, I swear I'm like because I love pretty face I mean a lot of people yes. some people was like Jesse are you are you bisexual because I you know there's some girls like they you know they, whenever there's beautiful girls they're like yeah they're not she's not beautiful but with me I'm like sometimes I'm like oh my gosh she's so beautiful but I know I'm, I'm 100% straight but yeah I love just love looking at beautiful face and you have a freaking beautiful <laughs> Face own, and own natural, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Own natural. natural, yeah. Wait, wait, oh, wait. So, wait, is there? Like, I'm sure a lot of um, I don't know, like guys are all over here. Here we go. Here we go. Like, Here's love the question. Life. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, how's your love life? Who's making you smile and tickle and what? <laughs> I'm in a relationship. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But um, they don't want to like. They don't like being. They're very private. So okay, they don't okay. want to like yeah. be spoken about oh, or like yes. but um it's 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 weird because it's like through my life it's not been ever um like beauty or you know how you look isn't everything. Like there's it has to be way sure. more than that. Of and, course, of course. Um yeah, you might be attractive to somebody and then it's just kind of like it's the same as everybody. Like it's not just because someone's really beautiful doesn't mean they get everything they want and they have the most amazing yes, relationships so and yes. there's people falling at their feet. It's just, it's just not, well, for me, it's not been that way. It's been a pretty normal, like pretty, love, okay. story, love or story, lack of, lack of love. Oh, how long <laughs> have you been in a relationship? Pretty long, um, five years. Wow. Oh, then you are a, a, Cap, a Capricorn. Because Capricorn are really like, into long relationship, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like for some reason, we're loyal, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, so yeah. wait, dear, what, what else do you uh, want to do during your spare time aside from, and okay, you said like writing, right? Like, do you love to cook? Yeah, do, do you, you cook love Philippine, you Filipino food? food? Yeah, um, I just learned how to cook sinigang properly, like so it tastes like my mum's sinigang. Um, my go-to is adobo because it's so easy to make. 
Like if I'm, Ooh. I have rice every day and I have to like wait, wait, diet. Wait. Rice every day? Almost. I should where, where does it go? <laughs> where does it go? That's what I mean. So I had to, I've been dieting for the last two months because I've been eating so much rice, especially now, like in COVID where you just sit down and do nothing and then you eat everything. But I did order some, a couple of days ago, I had Litsun Paksil, Sinigang, and then Pansit, um, and then I just have oh this big God. rice, and then I just eating everything. Oh so much. Really <laughs> well, were, you were filming a mukbang, right? That was just a typical night. That was just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you, do you, do you exercise? Do you exercise? Yes. I every day, almost every day. What do you oh, do? Do you run? Um, I do a electrical? lot of high-intensity in, high workout. I have, like, a trainer and there's a coach and we... Oh, burn that oh, rice, okay. baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. That's to. the reason. Yeah, That's the reason to. why. Yeah, yeah, otherwise... I do love food. I'm a big foodie. I love... It's, like, probably my greatest love after film is, like, food. Oh, God. Who doesn't yeah. love food, right? Yeah, I love You food. know, I'm curious. Like, how do you... Because that's why I, I salute... Um, actors and actresses because whenever we watch a movie it's like okay we're watching a movie but thinking about it like the memorizing those lines are so hard i mean mm-hmm. memorizing alone i mean our what our whatever that we're reading on the books yeah. during exam right mm-hmm. during you know while we were in school it was really difficult imagine yeah. you guys you have to memorize all the lines especially if it's a long line so what's what's your secret and doing that? Um, just practicing as much as you possibly can and read, having someone to help you read it out loud, I think, um, and play with it. And if you're someone that is really worried about that, you should get like a coach or a trainer or an acting, you know, acting coach or tutor in that sense if you're worried about it because it can be pretty scary. Like it's so scary when you're on set. Like I have nightmares of me being on set and forgetting my lines because you don't ever want oh, wow. that to happen, right? But everyone makes mistakes. Everyone, like on Space Force, I tell this story all the time and my friends just like, stop speaking about it. You need to get over it. But um, I'll tell you guys. Um, okay. I was on Space Force and I had a moment where I was with uh, Steve Carell, John Malkovich, Ben Schwartz. There was like this huge gang of like incredible comedy actors surrounding me and um there was this one line that I kept tripping on um I was fine in the beginning I was like doing it doing it doing it but when the camera was on me I I I stumbled on myself right and I and the moment that I stumbled on it I couldn't get it out anymore and I had to and I was just constantly like and then I started spiraling into this like almost a panic attack because I felt like I was a bit of a failure and I was doing it in front of Steve and in front of John Malkovich. So that was really, really scary for me. Um, but they don't, I'm, I'm sure they're not looking at me saying, you know, he's a failure. They're just like, it, this, this happens all the time for, for actors. And you really got into your head, oh, basically. Oh, into my head. I could ima- because because I really, really, I mean, yeah. A-list actors like Steve Carell. Oh my God. Yeah. Look, you want to be, you want to be, um, the best possible version of yourself on set. And yes. I just didn't want of them them to think that I that's how I was. Because I didn't have too much to say in Space Force. So when I did, I was like, I want to, you know, do a great job. And it wasn't 
that day it wasn't, and I was just really upset about it. But you're you're a, it, you're a smart scientist. You that's what you're playing. <laughs> exactly. It so was, and even in a life, I had these huge speeches of like all this like tech, Star Trekky like jargon. <laughs> I was like, what the am I saying? Like, what is this? So you have to like, you really have to like, if you don't know what you're talking about, obviously study what you're talking about. So at least you know it comes from somewhere that um, is authentic. That of understanding what you're saying is really important. You shouldn't just learn the words. You should understand what you're talking about. For me, is like a no-brainer. But a lot of actors don't do that. Um, but the, also, like on set, you do it so many times. So there's they're bound to get a take out of it. I think, mm-hmm. like you do it so many times. How was it uh, working with? The big stars like the, John Malkovich, Malkovich and um, the great Steve Carell. Steve, How was yeah, it? The running Steve theme. Carell. The running theme with these A-list actors that have really long careers is they're all incredibly kind. They're all so kind. Um, Mahershala Ali, who's a two-time Academy Award winner, he's been acting for the longest time. Glenn Close, um, Steve Carell, John Malkovich. They're all really, really kind people, and I think that's probably a lot of the reason why they are such, you know, have great careers because people want to work with them and they're, you know, not only are they amazingly talented, but they're just good people. Yeah. And um, I think that's really important because they're, they, they don't treat you that, you know, less than or anything like that. They just treat you like a human being. And um, wow. Steve was, Steve was really amazing. He would open the door for you before you'd go in and wow. he would step aside, open the door and let you go in first. And he was, such a gentleman and you know he has a reputation of being like the nicest man in hollywood and he lives up to that because it feels nice too that not only you're 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 working with them but you're actually seeing them live in person are idols and they're actually nice that's a good feeling right and it's like yeah the the heroes that i thought you know and i've always wanted to work with steve carell and then meeting him and working with him and the fact that he's an incredible person is just like the best best thing it just really inspires you to be a good person first. I think not only a good actor, but like to be kind to people because, you know, if he's has this career and he's so kind, maybe I should be like that, you know? So it's, it's, um, it is really possible. I lost my shit with Steve Carell. No I was, shit. I'm was the first time meeting him. I couldn't, I couldn't even speak. I was just like, so I didn't see him. Like, cause usually my first, I was like, okay, this today is my day with Steve Carell. And so you have a day where you, uh, so before you start your scene, you all sit in the green room together and you can have a little bit of a chit chat and then you go do a rehearsal and then after the rehearsal, you shoot the scene. So there's a bit of a a gap before you start shooting. He wasn't in the green room. He wasn't um, anywhere. And then we're in there for rehearsal and then he just walks in, stands there and goes, hey, I'm Steve. I'm like, hi. And, you know, I was just like so like... He's exactly how he looks on screen and it's just, it was really bizarre. I was having like this out of body experience, just staring at him going like, am I looking at a TV screen right now? Or am I looking at him in person? I like wanted to touch him. It was weird. It was just like, this is really him. And then when they say action, he's incredible because a lot of, there was a lot of improv on Space Force. So he's just making up all this stuff. Oh, what happened? The hang. Oh, God. He's so... Oh. Hang. The nice part. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought, please. Let's wait. Okay. 
Move, okay, move. now it's uh, good. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then, and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. What was I saying? Um, Steve Carell, like when. Uh... Yes. Yeah, so when we um, when I um. I forgot what I was. My train of thought. Um, when I would say uh, uh, action. Action. Oh yeah. Action. Oh, yeah when yeah. we were, um, you know, the moment you call action, he's just so incredible with his um, improv and so quick and so intelligent and just super fast and it's so hard to keep a straight face because he's so funny and it's like all from inside him and then you see the real Steve Carell like live and what you've seen on on TV and and, and films is in front of you and it's like oh my god like no wonder he's this huge star because he's so good and um it was very hard to keep a straight face like when especially when the camera's on you and you have to be like deadpan like not laughing it was very difficult because it's always funny, and that was a lot of comedy. Comedy is a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my god, my god! I wish, yeah. I wish we'd be there just to take a picture. Did yeah. you ever like in the first time? Like, can I have a selfie? <laughs> did you do that? I was. <laughs> I <laughs> never asked. Did you, you stop yourself? <laughs> oh no! You never asked for a photo. No, we were in photos together, but I never. Um, asked him for a photo personally because I just didn't want to be that person that was like, "Hey, can I get a photo?" I just. Yeah. kind of wanted to leave him but like without being i didn't want to be too much of a fan and i wanted to be okay. more of a colleague um but i got i got some videos of him and photos with him so yeah I, I, in your Instagram, right? I, at least he, he, he showed up in your one of your videos you know like yeah impromptu exactly. like that, that, he just ran over and yes, that. Yes. oh yeah 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 it's true true wait yeah Kiers, how did you get that role how did you land that role just auditioned for it just audition for it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. My God, we're so yeah. It was you know very what? fun. We're so excited for you. Like I, I hope like J- one of these days. Jr. You- his Jr. The actor, his persona mm-hmm. and how he look like, how he looks like is hot, hot, hot right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why. Wow. So what? What else can we expect from you? Like, do you think um, what um, in a few months you'll have a new a new show coming? Um, not released. But um, hopefully working. Like I'm, right now, I'm not on anything. I just finished this this horror show for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully, I'll have a job soon. It's like one of those things where I have to kind of keep every day is a new day, and you don't know when you're going to get the next job. Um, but I really want to keep working on my film and hopefully get that started and up and running and get that filming. And yeah, it's kind of like I don't know, really, just see what happens. Well, you, you still have contact with Zanaya, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, you're friends with Zanaya, right? Yeah, yes. she lives in Vancouver as well. We shot One of Us is Lying, um, yes. the pilot. I'm not in the series. Uh, I had a schedule conflict, so I couldn't do the rest of the series. But I'm in the first episode. Um, but yeah, she's here and we, we talk on Instagram sometimes. And Oh, she, oh wait. Oh my God, she was she was attacked like a few days ago in the mm-hmm. mall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, by, by, by an Asian girl, which is like so yeah. ironic. What's what's happening right now? It's like I can't even. Oh my but, God! But she's okay. Um, it's good that yeah, she's okay. She's okay. Like she posted it on social yeah. so that oh, everybody would be aware. Yeah, yeah. I yeah hope she's scary. okay, right? Yeah. We yeah, love like love it. her. Yeah. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that interview was one of the my, in my top yeah. five. Very yeah, sweet. very sweet demeanor, sweet, and very candid. Yeah, very kind and. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Angel, as beautiful angel. as beautiful as yeah. you. As beautiful <laughs> as you. I hope I know. I know you'll be here by next week, right? Like you'll be in um in next week, right? You'll be in New York. Um, in two weeks. In two weeks. Oh my god! Catholic. Oh my god! I'm so curious. Tell us about this. of like. Do you have plans of like growing back your long, beautiful, silky hair? This is a wig, by the way. Just oh, so you know. I thought that's your oh real hair. No. Look at that hair. <laughs> no. Tell us about what's the story behind that? Oh, I was just wearing my roommate's wig and decided to take a video of it. <laughs> I thought it's an addition for a shampoo commercial. I no. know, right? You were just Might like, as well. Oh. I've been, I mean, I've been practicing my shampoo commercial my whole life. L'Oreal. <laughs> but, um, that came naturally. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's no. so funny! It's like the 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 twirling yeah. of the hair. Yeah, and, uh, I, know. I, also, I also have a box full of wigs in here, but not as oh, yeah, yeah. beautiful as in different mine colors. Already, too. Mine are already crunchy because they're, yes. <laughs> they're, they're not real. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, what's your it. what's your dream role? My dream role. That's a good question. Oh my goodness. Um. I think it would have to be something that is something different to who I am and like it, it something that I've never done before. Um, I can't think of like one role or who I'd want to play, but for now it's just like to be a lead of something. So that's my dream is to be the lead of a film. That's where my dreams and my goals are right now. So I guess once I do that, that maybe it'll change, but um, for now it's it like you're, real, you're pretty close to that. Very well, close. You're on your way. Just, so if they're not uh, going to put me in anything. I'll do it myself. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you that's go. What, that's what you're doing already. Oh but, my god. And, and, and to piggyback on on Jesse's question, mm-hmm. if you uh, if you would be able to put uh, an A lister that that you love in a, in a, in a film in your mm-hmm. own film, who who would you want to to put? I would love to work with Emma Stone. I'm a huge oh. fan of Emma Stone. Wow. Yeah. She's wow. really great. She's or Jennifer Lawrence. Like those two girls would be really fun oh to God. work with because they're just um fun. They like like they would have a really good time on set and they would be really good friends to have as well and to drink wine with. Yeah, I think Jennifer so, Lawrence is is yeah. like uh, yeah, there's I, a I bit of craziness so in her. Yeah, that's yeah, like I think going time, to yeah. work going to work and then having friends there would is is a dream. There's nothing worse than going to work and not really enjoying who you're working with. Exactly. So. It's like it, it doesn't feel like working, right? Yeah. Do you have any that- um big Hollywood star friends, like close friends? Right name, is it name drop time, Jesse? Name dropping time. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I can't really think any at any point in my head that's like huge that I just talked to. No, I would say no, not right now. Okay. Very yeah, soon I have, you but, know. I have, but, I have, I have um, acquaintances but they're not yes. like friends like, that I can, close like, like close close yeah, yeah. but but I, of course yeah. but if it happens that you know that you have a uh, this a listers on your speed dial and of course if you become one of them please don't forget a little all over a glass oh, or two you do, please you can do a part two Oh, yes, we're gonna take your word on that, yeah. Oh, since you're going to offer two, aside from part two, can you can uh, I'm inviting uh my, myself actually to mm-hmm. um to the premiere. It doesn't matter oh, even yeah. if we're we just gonna like be a in, New York in New York uh, premiere for Tribeca or something. Yeah, yes, please. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Tribeca, Tribeca Film Festival. You guys were invited to the premiere of my film. Oh, oh my God. 
<laughs> that will be a dream oh come I'm true. Already, I'm excited. Be a dream come true. Yeah, I mean, imagine you going to your. Oh my god, Tribeca Film Festival. I can mm-hmm. see it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like oh, less than a year or two. Oh my god, you will. You'll be like up there. We'll be like that's Filipino. Yeah, yeah, Jr. Free tickets. Why? Oh, free tickets. Free tickets. What? Oh, I think our director tickets, also wants dinner oh, and, and, and everything. Oh, because oh, direct, direct JV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Direct JV oh. wants to go. Yeah. Omg. You know what? Okay, I know it's like a, an hour or something, right? But okay, um, I'm curious, like. Like who's the real um you know Jr. Jr. Tanako when real. you know the camera's off the light mm-hmm. uh, you know there there's no um you're not in 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 you're in not in shooting yeah, you're just yeah. in a set and you're just by yourself or you when you're with your friends so when who yeah exactly who are you when no one is watching oh my goodness um when no one's watching that's a good way of putting it because it's different when you say the real it, it gets a little like scary. But when no one's watching is a bit better way to think about it. When no one's watching, I am usually dancing around my apartment, pretending I'm like Janet Jackson or Britney Spears. Wow. Um, I turn the music up really loud. I love to sing and I love to dance. Um, eat whatever I want. So I'm a bit of I'm a bit of I'm I'm a, a bit gluttonous in that way. I like to overindulge and like. Food. <laughs> yeah. um, really? I'm a huge like lover of my friends and my family. Like I'm a huge uh, mummy's boy. I love my mum so much and my friends a lot. And I have a really small circle. I don't have a very big circle of friends. They're very mm-hmm. small and they're very loyal. And um, that's how I want it to be forever. You know, I don't need to have a big yes. group of friends. Um, and I love the small things. I really miss the small things in life i just love i love going out for dinner with a friend like that's like one of my favorite things to do or going to the, the theater and watching a film like it's my favorite thing so I, i'm pretty simple i would say and that's like oh, wow the guilty pleasure thing. guilty pleasure like you buy handbags all this or or this expensive oh. shoes and all this like, stuff. Wait, wait, oh, oh, I buy too many luxury items i mean um oh, wow my guilty pleasure would probably be food again. Like I know I keep Still saying food. Food. <laughs> I love eating. Oh my God. If I, if I could eat whatever I wanted, I would eat all day, every day. Me too. But I have the fat gene. I can't do it. Even, even <laughs> with me being on a treadmill, it, it's, it's still hard. How about, um, <laughs> how about, uh, cause you, you are net, you are a Netflix baby. Mm-hmm. What is in your rotation right now on Netflix? Because uh, I mean, apart from that, you also watch The Housewives, so it's a two-part question. <laughs> okay. Um, what do I watch uh, on Netflix? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the shows that I've just seen that I liked. Inventing um, Anna. I didn't watch Inventing Anna. How about a Tinder oh Tinder Swindler? There. Tinder I did watch Swindler. that. It was interesting, yeah. but like, it yes. wasn't groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, the last show that I loved that I watched, um, it wasn't it wasn't actually a Netflix series, but it was um, a Hulu series called Normal Normal People, and it was like this love story between this um, it's like an Irish love story about these two people from like high school through to like being teenage uh, adults, and that was really beautiful. I've seen that three times. Oh I've really? Well, we're gonna watch that. Normal I'm seeing, people. I'm seeing the poster. Can you, can I'm seeing the poster, but you know, because there's a it's lot of stunning. good good shows. 
normal yeah. people. Normal what, people. Else, what else can you recommend? Oh, and, and, wait, 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 and, wait, wait what, and how about the, the Real Housewives? Do you watch it? Do you hate it? If you, I've never seen an episode of Real Housewives. Oh, don't watch God. it. Don't I watch love, it. I love, like, I love um, Amazing Race. I love Survivor. I don't like the oh. American Survivor. I like the Australian Survivor. The Australian Survivor is amazing. Um, uh, don't, yeah, I don't watch too much of like the housewife reality. I watch more of like competition reality. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, that's, that's good. Probably, oh, wow. yeah. Imagine wait, with normal people. I'm going to watch that. Watch it. It's they, so, so beautiful. Add it to your Definitely. list already. Mm-hmm. Exactly. My God. I'm so, oh God, thank you so much. I know it's an hour thank and a half. Thank you very much, it's JR. So, honestly, it didn't feel like it was an hour and a half at all. I know. I, I thought it's like, uh, I, I mean, just saw it. And Derek was just like, Very easy with my I know, right? When you're having so much fun. We, uh, Do you love to drink wine? Like, um, when you speak yeah. to other Filipinos, it just feels like family to me. So it's, it doesn't feel like I'm meeting someone that I don't know. It just feels natural, you know? Natural, right? Yeah. Do you have Filipino friends? Lots. Lots of a Filipino lot. friends. Like, yeah. like your close, close girlfriends I, or friends. Sure, like a lot of my best friends are Filipino. I know, right? Filipinos are very, I don't know. If, um, they can relate. To, yeah, yeah. With with everything. When was yeah. the last time you went to the Philippines? I think 2017 was the last time I was there or 16. But um, before that, I used to go every year, almost from when I was six till I was about really 15, 17. And then through my 20s, I'd go every other year. But I used to bring friends with me in my 20s. I would bring friends with me and they loved it. And um, Bohol oh is incredible. Like if you've never been to Bohol, Bohol is yes, one I've of the most beautiful oh, places yeah. in the world. And and, uh, and Bohol, which is like a two-hour drive from Tagbilaran City, yes. um, it's on the beach. We have the most amazing beaches, the most amazing people. Which one? Bohol Beach Club or oh, which one? The, uh, Tagbilaran. Uh, in Anda. In Anda, I don't know the, the, what the beach is called because we live on the beach, so I mean, okay. there's just beaches everywhere. But wow. um, it's a Lobok. beautiful town. Have you been to Lobok? I have been Lobok. to Lobok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my dad Lobok is from um, Bohol. That's why I told you we're oh, where about? Um, from um, Demiao and um, Demiao and Tagbilaran. So they're like mm-hmm, uh, both mm-hmm. parents are from there. So yeah, like we're Boholanos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Represent. Like, like, <laughs> you, wow. you both should take me to that beach in Bohol. I yes, miss you would love Bohol. I have never gone back to the Philippines since I left in 2011, and I miss the beaches. Really? Oh God, Not the bitches, but the beaches. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about, wait, so was, was that a, when are you planning to go back? I'm going to try and time it when my mom goes back. It depends on okay. like COVID and the, you know, the restriction. She's very scared of COVID. So yes, she's, true. um, I don't want to go there until, you know, it's gone. So she's in Australia. She'll, and she's, she used to go back all the time. So for her, she's okay to stay in Australia for a, a while. Yes. But I would like to go when she's there next time. So whenever that is. When she's there. Do you go to Manila? Do you go to yeah. Manila? Mm, I'm not like a fan means. of Manila. Um, I try to, like, I just go there to connect, to, to go to Bohol and then um, just stay in Bohol the ho- whole time. The whole time, oh God, Bohol mm-hmm. is beautiful. Jekas, you should go. Well, let's oh, go, Jekas. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Philippines. Let's go to, to Bohol. In our, in our itinerary. Look, our friend exactly. from uh, V says, don't go. It's only 8 p.m. in Vancouver. I know, LOL. but it's 11 here. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. but, I but, know. Because you know, we... because 
Yeah. But before we let you go, I do have a la last question. If Jesse, you yeah. still have a question for? Uh, no, him? actually, you know what? I just want to. Um, can you? Oh, you know what? Yeah, your last question, and then I'm just gonna ask um, uh, Jr. to if you can please give, you know, like a a message to everyone. I'm sure a lot of Filipino actors and actresses are, you know, like um, dreaming, you know, mm -hmm. to be to have a uh, to have a part in Netflix or to be successful like you. Yeah. So you know, like just give them like a. Like a message, an inspiring yeah. message for everyone, but yeah, like especially those people that who's like, you know, like um, yeah. they're, they're, they're almost there and giving up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you should just anyone who is listening and doesn't, you know, feel like they can't keep going. You have to keep going because you never know what could happen. I am the minority of the minority. Like the chances for someone like me were always very, very slim, but there is always a way if you have a will. And I know it's very cliche, but if you push through and you try really hard, um, there's no way that it won't work. You, you can't beat someone that won't quit. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. um, okay. Promise, last, last question. That's what okay. About, I don't mind. All good. What about, um, you know, like, because we're Asian, right? Because I know a lot of aspiring um, actress that wants to be in Hollywood or mm -hmm. at least to have like a role in, in 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 new york or anywhere any any film in new york um but you know like they're afraid because of their accent or because of their, their, their asian they feel like oh they're prejudiced or they're they're, they're they're or they're sexist or something like that yeah especially when they say that oh you're filipino you don't it's going to be hard for you to have a role because of your feature or because of their accent or there's not really any so, role like exactly yeah. so, that was made yeah so what do you think uh, a motivational um you know, um, uh, uh, was it a two cents for them? I think especially now, um, Filipino actors in the, in the Filipino culture and is really booming because, um, I don't know if you guys know Joe, Joe Coy, who is a really big Filipino um, comedian. Oh my yes, God. Joe Coy, yes. He's getting his flowers right now. Yeah, exactly. I met him, met him briefly on a phone call when I was shooting Space Force. And he was in Vancouver shooting an all-Filipino film with all-Filipino cast. And it's for a huge, um, huge, huge production company and huge studio, which I don't think I can say, but, like, that is a full Filipino-made film. And that is to be released in the States. It's an American film, but with a full Filipino cast. So the fact that you're seeing these, you know, Filipino productions coming out and then the world understanding how talented Filipinos are. We are the most talented people in the world, by the way. Yes. yes. Um, the fact that the world is realizing that it, it's only a matter of time before every it's just going to explode. And I really believe that. So I think it's just you have to trust that it's going to happen because we are the most. And like, I think Filipinos as well as we're so um good to other people and we're so good to we're known for being like the friendly one of the friendliest countries in the world and we're very yes. hospitable so you know it's our time to shine so i think yes. we deserve it just like what very crazy well rich asians did to our chinese friends exactly. and then parasite that. to yeah. our Cape, uh, korean friends it's our time this movie is going to be amazing and it's got yes. like all filipino aunties and like it's like the being Lola. a Filipino in America, yeah, and yeah, the, it's gonna all be the lechons, the adobos oh will be God. everywhere. Yes, <laughs> the Lola, yeah, the lechon and the pancit will come out. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe, Joe is really wanting to put Filipinos on the map. He's a very 
proud Filipino and he's working really hard to make it make it that you know yeah to put us in yeah. the forefront mm-hmm. I and hope that you'd be in, in that um, did they ever ask you to to be there were no roles for me but um, I will I'll be in anything that he does because he's so funny I know right like oh god Philip, mm-hmm. this is our, our, our time right so thank you so much also oh, for oh, representing Filipino. Mm-hmm. My God, you'll but the next J.R. Tanako like in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. With uh, was that a featuring J.R. Tanako and and By um, J.R. Jennifer Tanako. Lopez. Yeah, By yeah. J.R. Tanako. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Lopez, right? Emma Stone. Oh my God. Emma Jennifer Stone. Lawrence. Oh, and guess what? You know what? Um Derek and I were talking, you know what? We were like actually um imagining you in a Marvel. Oh yeah, uh, movie. Oh, yeah, because you are perfect for that. You're perfect for that. Any role I in Marvel. I love to do. Um, so Mahershala Ali, who I worked with, is doing um, the new Blade. He's Blade, right? Oh, wow. So, oh yes. He's like a vampire slayer. Mm-hmm. I would love to be like a villain in like a, a a Marvel series or a Marvel film. Like to be like the vampire in in Blade would be really cool because I think I have the look for the vampire. Yes, um, you do. But yeah, I would love that. I would never say no to Marvel. That's for sure. That's Walking good. Dead. I, I have, I have yet to watch the Walking Dead is big. I have yeah. yet to watch your movie with uh, Mahershala, so I have to put that yeah. on my rotation. I too. know, yeah. I know. Actually, after this, I'm we're gonna watch one movie bit. of yours. I'm in it a little bit. They was in it more, but they had to cut it down for um, time. But yeah, it's a great film. Okay, my God. Thank you so much, JR. I know it's an hour and a half. No, Thank you so okay. much, guys, for watching. Yes. Okay, Jacob, I know you have a last question. Yes. Because I know you're pretty young, but I know you've gained a lot of experience. So we're curious, like, uh, what would your answer be to our, our questions? Like the questions that I asked to everyone here. So, JR, if you were given a chance to go back to travel back in time and talk to young to younger JR to young JR what are you going to tell him oh my god um to Sir RuPaul um <laughs> I would say to I know it's it, this again this is super cliche but like not to give in to your inner voice or like the inner voice that's telling you that you can't do it um which I also as a kid didn't do anyway, but there's a lot of, there was so much anxiety as, as a young kid and a lot of um, things that I went through that kind of made me question, you know, if I could do something. So I, I guess my, my advice to that person would be just, is just to believe in yourself and, and know that it'll happen eventually. And that, you know, if it's meant for you and it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. That's true. Just keep on pushing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Good yeah, words. Thank and you. I thank you. And I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love watching um, Filipino pageant? I mean, the Miss Universe and all this stuff. I used to a lot, but I haven't seen a lot of it. I think the last one I saw was, um, what was her name? The, the last winner. I saw her. Pia Wirtz back and was, uh, Katriana, 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 Katriana Gray. Katriana. We've been winning, if not winning, top five, top ten. So we're, yeah, we're exactly. pretty good in that, yeah. <laughs> Amazing so, you know, You know, it's so funny because you're, you're really Filipino. Like, you grew up mm. in the Filipino, like, yeah, environment. Culture. Cause yeah. culture, right? Like, you eat the I'm Filipino food. I'm very proud food of it as well. I'm, I'm very, very proud. proud of being Filipino. 
Wow. And, and we're so very, and in turn, we're very, very proud of you and your yes. successes. And we're very excited to what, what's in store and what, uh, what oh other projects God. that you're yes, going to dish definitely. out. Yes, yeah. definitely. Well, we wish you all the best and I know, I hope you will not forget the little people like us. No. <laughs> Especially Jessie because she's five, so she's really little. <laughs> Shut up. I know I'm short. <laughs> I'm but, literally little. <laughs> and before we let you go finally, yes. JR, your last message to your global fans. There's a lot more that will watch this after this. Tomorrow is going to be a thousand. So uh, your mm-hmm. message for them. Um, I just want to say thank you for everyone that is tuning in to watch this interview and Um, I hope you enjoyed it and I hope that you will um, continue to enjoy everything that I do and put out there and I will try my best to make the Filipinos proud and I love you. Maraming salamat. Oh, we love you too. <laughs> thank you, thank you, JR. Okay, All Jake, right. let's close the show for yes. tonight. Thank you, mga kaogat, for tuning into this Uh, episode of Getting to Know JR. Don't forget yes. to share this amongst your friends and also to please follow us here in Over a Glass or Two in Facebook. We're also live in Twitter and we also follow us in Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Twitch and subscribe to our Over a Glass or Two YouTube channel. Yes, yes. JR Tinaco, our yes. idol. Thank you very much for <laughs> hanging out with us and letting us get to know you better. Yes, thank you. And, and, and we're looking forward to more of your projects. And part two, of course. Part two. <laughs> and that's right, Becca Red Carpet. Yes. And hopefully, hopefully when you, you know, when you have like at least an hour time. Yeah. If please, we're not too busy. I mean, even coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're, while you're in New York, let me know. When you're here. Yeah. Definitely, okay. the three oh. of us will be there. Okay. okay the two perfect. of us or. Are we including them? Everyone. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, going to drive us, duh. I know, duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, okay, let's, go, have a, let's have a last day for this morning. Yes. Amidst the pandemic, let's still find ways to be happy. Let's mm-hmm. all talk about it. Over, Over a glass or two. two. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Thank you, Jay. We love you. Love Bye. you, beautiful. Bye. Alam nyo ba itong SMDC? Ang gandang gawin na puhunan. 
kung gusto nyo mag-invest sa mga kondo nila. Maganda yung mga locations, talagang prime, mala resort yung mga amenities. Well-managed yung cleanliness, saka pwede mo pang maparent yung kondo na mabibili mo. Hindi mahal yung bayad sa pag-reserve, pati yung monthly mong down. Talagang abot kaya nating mga tiga-ibang bansa. So guys, kung gusto nyo magkaroon ng sarili nyong kondo, pamumuhunan ninyo, titirahan o gagawing bakasyunan, may eksklusibong discount kami ng SMDC dito sa Over a Glass or Two. Mag-email lang kayo sa amin sa oagot.us at gmail.com. Pwede ka din magbenta nito para sa extra pera mo. So email lang kayo sa oagot.us at gmail.com. Get your mind and body rejuvenated with Monarch Montage Skin Science and Medical Aesthetics. Secure the glow you always want. Achieve the body of your dreams. Monarch Montage upholds its high standards in beauty. Beauty is the harmony of science and art. Beauty is balance and symmetry. Complexions are meant to be immaculate. And beauty is beyond time. Imagine the possibilities. In the Philippines, contact Dr. Homer Mendoza. In New York City, contact Dr. Alicia Almendra. Learn more at monarch-montage.com Monarch Montage The beauty and health continue.